0: I
2: love Blaine. I think he's great. But he would do stuff like, I'm going to stick a needle through my face. And he would just <laughs> stick a needle through his face. And you're like, Well, he's
1: interesting. That's
2: not magic. That's a needle through your face. Right. But
1: That's a throwback to Houdini.
2: I want to see your head get lopped off. <laughs> right. And then I want you to see tightrope between buildings. Like, yeah. Chris, I think, was a mix between Copperfield, traditional magic, and what David was doing, where it was kind of edgy, this cool dude. Long hair doing crazy shit
1: yeah I mean he had that weird like because it wasn't it was that hard it was like that like uh heavy metal band magician
2: what is that yeah like that's the vibe <laughs> yeah he's he's uh he's he's the dane cook of magic
1: <laughs> that's a very apt description <laughs> I think that's probably the way to go
2: yeah he's uh yeah I mean he shouldn't be shirtless anymore by the way I'm sorry, brother. You're in better shape than me. I know it. I'm a fan. <laughs> but you look like a berjuto <laughs> Yeah, baby. We're starting the podcast right now. We're back. You know what, dude? Live. Welcome, everybody, to the show. YKWD. Y-K-W-D. I started the social media podcast. <laughs> the fact. The YKWD podcast. YKWD's back again. Old school, back in the day. Where it all started before them all. This podcast is so fun and crazy. It has no rules. Shut up! You're ruining this. man? Sorry, it's a comedy podcast. This isn't NPR. That's what this podcast does. Is there any better show? This is the original. What's up, everybody? What's happening? Welcome back to You Know What Dude Podcast, the longest-running podcast on the East Coast. We're here above the Comedy Cellar at the Comedy Cellar Studios, and uh, I'm very excited tonight. Why? Because we have a magical night. (laughs) We have a magical night. I mean, he's just magical. He was on the podcast a long time ago. And now he's back on by himself. (laughs) And I just want to say, with all respect, (laughs) ta-da! I feel like you're using magical as a a
1: code word for something. Harrison Greenberg! (laughs) Yes, I am. I am. You, you picked that up. This is how they do it in the 50s. Oh, that that guy, uh, magic bachelor is, is real
2: magical. Listen. <laughs> loves the magic, if you know what I mean. He loves making stuff disappear. <laughs> Listen, dude. I mean, let's just get it out of the way. <laughs> let's just get it on the table. Yes. Let's just do it. Let's just talk about it. Hamas. <laughs> rhymes with Hamas <laughs> that is stuff you put in your ass Listen, wait what rhymes with Hamas stuff you put in your ass uh, oh ass <laughs> and Hamas in your ass Hamas brother listen I don't remember that from Dr. Seuss it was just <laughs> you are gay <laughs> Wait, did you talk to my parents before you did this? Is that what's happening? Listen, this is an an intervention. (laughs) Harrison. Yeah. Okay, here's the thing. (laughs) I've known you for a long time. Yeah. Maybe you don't even know how long we've known
1: each other. 20 years. At least. Well, the first time I ever saw you, I was a fan before I ever met you. Really? I was getting into comedy in college. I was a kid magician and then in college I started really getting into stand-up on its own as an art form. And I went to Jones Beach. I saw you at the Open Anthony at Jones Beach yeah. Amphitheater. Uh, I remember that. And I got I got your signature, and I was very excited. You did, yeah. And then when I got to meet you for the first time, like on being on a show together, it was a it was a real thrill. At the seller, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it was a
2: full circle moment for me. Um, well, here's the thing: I've known you for a long time, and one of the last times we've seen each other was during the pandemic, on Zoom. That's right. <laughs> And I had said to you back then, and I've said it over the years, (laughs) Harrison, you gay. (laughs) And you do the illusion and (laughs) you pull some whammy shit. And during the pandemic, I was like, dude, show. Come on, dude. Stop. You're like, I'm not. I was like, come on. Show me the purple dildo, the big purple dildo. You went. Hang on. I have. Yes, of course. You had a purple (laughs) dildo.
1: Yeah. Like right off camera. It was easily accessible.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Here's the thing. Either you're the best magician in the world, or you're gay.
1: I'll make it even worse. Do you know who bought that dildo? My mom. What? Yes. Why? I bought her an Amazon Echo. I thought it was a nice gift. And every time I would visit, and she wasn't in the room, I would whisper to the Amazon Echo, order a dildo. And it would add it to her cart. And so she would have all these dildos in her cart and she thought Amazon was broken. She would call me. She's like, I keep trying to order stuff. I have to keep canceling orders. They just keep trying to give me dildos. And because it's this woman, according to the algorithm, they see this woman who's desperate to buy a dildo but keeps deleting it. So all the suggestions are dildo based suggestions. So any suggestion is like, I want another dildo. I want lube. I want all this stuff. So this goes on for like years. Years. Finally I'm drunk at Thanksgiving So I just yell across the room In front of the whole family Order some dildos right. And she's like It was you? <laughs> and then weeks later A dildo arrived really? At my apartment In an Amazon box From her Well I didn't know who it was from I go <laughs> what a blessed life <laughs> That I get a dildo anonymously in the mail and I can think of five people Off the top of my head Who could have been the person Who sent it to me <laughs> Right And then I texted my mom I was like Were you the Did you send me a dildo? She said don't say I never got you nothing <laughs> That's hilarious Yeah So my mom bought me that dildo that, And have you used it?
2: I've used it in my act. (laughs) In your what? My magic act. Oh, thank God. I thought you you pronounced ass differently. (laughs) A mask. I used it in my acts. (laughs) Asks. Um, Look, I don't care if you're gay. (laughs) My wife would care. (laughs) I think your wife is an illusion. (laughs) I think that's the... You're you're like the prestige. (laughs) You, um... No, I mean... Whatever. I'm a registered independent. What? <laughs> dude, <laughs> dude, you are as fun as a gay guy could ever be. There we go. Gay guys are the funnest people in the world to I... me. And you are hilarious. You laugh like Liza Minnelli. You have the hand. <laughs> I mean, what the fuck? There we go. <laughs> it's crazy. So you have a wife you married. Yeah. Not I'm married gay. in June. Not gay. You remind me of Louis Schaefer. Remember Louis Schaefer?
1: Yes Louis yeah, Schaefer
2: yeah. Not gay Remember <laughs> They
1: are yeah. going to say Kevin Meany I
2: know He was gay he, Yes exactly. He was gay But married to a lady For a long time I know Yeah so when
1: you He did that get... great joke He goes How do you come out To your wife Of like Whatever 15 years He goes You stand at the top Of the stairs And you go I am what I
2: am <laughs> <laughs> Kevin It killed Mick. He's awesome Gone way too soon Yeah Terrible He died a heart attack On his couch I didn't know It was Dude, on the couch Yeah What did he die of Was it from Gaining and losing weight Or heart problems Or something Heart attack, I don't right? No, yeah. Now, if we had a producer that could Google it <laughs> instead of just listening to the show because he's a fan of magic. Well, Danny, <laughs> I uh, you probably
1: know you know it's ready. What's my you...
2: magic camper? All right, hang on one second. We're gonna get into this magic. <laughs> don't ever bury the. I don't want to. I got a long way to go with you, son. <laughs> I mean, dude, you laugh like fucking. I mean, like you run a circus, or you. are And I have this like old man wheeze now because I I... I've done so much vocal damage. So funny. Yeah. Um. Yeah, dude. You have this thing where people think you're gay, but you're married. There we go. <laughs> yeah. Someday, I will win the bet. <laughs> Someday, <laughs> Norton will pay me money. <laughs> um, is it? Is it because... Now, you got married. How, who, where'd you meet your wife? Tinder. What? We met on Tinder. What? Yeah. Really?
1: We actually matched on Bumble. I sure. found out later. Are you sure
2: it wasn't Grindr? <laughs> <laughs> I love that you laugh at all my jokes. Yeah. Um So you met her on Tinder, and then what? Uh, We had a date pretty quickly after that uh, that didn't go well at the beginning. Why?
1: I thought it was clear that I was saying, like, hey, come meet up with me. I'm going to do a show, and then we'll go out to dinner. And she thought it was, this is the time after you're done with work, and then we could just go hang out. So she was like, who's this asshole who's dragging me around to shows? She didn't think that that was part of the date. And then we didn't start liking each other until hours later. We went to an Italian restaurant late at night. We started talking about our actual, like, lives. And then we realized there was, like, a little bit of a connection. What is she? She is uh, Nebraskan. Really? What does she do for work? Works for uh, a phone company, Verizon. Oh, she's just, yeah. A civilian. No shit.
2: Yeah, yeah. A muggle. A, that, a what? A muggle. Yeah. So, what are you sure? <laughs> <laughs> You're doing Harry Potter references. <laughs> I mean, I know what they are, which is, I'm culpable. I mean, <laughs> I'm a magician. My name is Harrison. I'm pretty close. <laughs> yeah, pretty close. <laughs> um, so, but you got into, ma- now here's the thing. You are a comic. And I knew you as a stand-up. I didn't know you as a magician. That was on purpose For I really kept I wanted to keep
1: them I, I was joked that i I kept my career separate the way like a preschool teacher like Heiser her burlesque career <laughs> like just you there's a duffel bag with panties in the corner. Well there's another
2: scenario you could use <laughs> <laughs> only fans <laughs> uh, <Anyway>. <laughs> <laughs> no <laughs> you, you sure use, you don't want to talk about Hamas? you could use the other <laughs> we could talk about. Hamas. Um <laughs> dude, because this is the thing I don't understand with magician comics. Danny refuses. <laughs> and Joe, Joe Russell, my my other guy here. Does magic too? Yes. Wow. His room has, you know, I don't know why you guys always gotta get some type of Houdini memorabilia. Fucking hacks. <laughs> These are Houdini's. There's not the cufflinks, but it's a key that went into one of it his. It's like, uh, ugh. <laughs> some fucking picture of that dumb idiot, you know, looking weird. At it, you know, what I mean? But he did it. They will not. They don't like to mix the two. They don't want people knowing they do magic. They, <laughs> Danny will not do anything. I wanted to have a magic off between these two fucking autistic <laughs> twins. He will not. He will quit the show. He is serious. I've offered to pay him. He will not do magic.
1: That's wants- on the questionnaire, right? When they're analyzing where you are on the spectrum. Yes. Do you like magic? And then yes. you get like 3 points if you say yes.
2: Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, you get 5 points. <laughs> he will not do magic. He will not do it. And you wanted to separate. Why why? Why is it bad? Magic to me is awesome. Magic is amazing. Magic makes me smile. I love magic. I I love it too. Um I think for me I, I started off as a kid
1: magician. Uh freshman year of college, I was Dude, I was like barking for stage time, just standing on a street corner, you know, for two hours at a time to get five minutes at the end of the show. And I remember I was putting sponge balls in my back pocket right before my set. And a comedian comes up to me and goes, "What the fuck are you doing? And I go, it's a magic trick. This way, if the tr- jokes don't work, I got like a finale. Yeah. And he's like, you'll never learn how to do stand up if you have that kind of safety net. And that advice changed my life. Uh, and so I realized if I want to do stand up, I want to do it on its own merits. And I wanted comics before they knew I did magic to just like respect me as a comedian I'm, without thinking I had this crutch. Cause like you, you, you open a wallet and fire shoots out the top, the audience is going to clap. That's going to be fun. I mean, Tom Dustin. <laughs> That's true. You know, Tom Dustin. <laughs> of course. I was, a, I was a Boston guy.
2: Here's the thing Tom Dustin, hilarious comic, by the way. So funny. Used to close with a fire wallet. He would sell them, right? He, he would sell them after the show. And I went up to him, I go, it's not even a joke. Like, it's not even part he goes, I go, why would you sell something that's not comedy? What are you doing? He goes, I did the math (laughs) and I could buy these for this and I sell them for this, I make the most money. It was a total (laughs) fucking profit margin.
1: There's 70 houses in the Boston area that have burned down because Because he gave them that wallet. I have one in
2: my house. (laughs) I have one, I have one. Those are not safe. (laughs) They're not safe. They just have fire shooting out of a thing. Yes, it's it's crazy to me. But he, you, like Danny. It's like I understand it because I used to have uh, buck teeth. Was my closer. <laughs> oh, like fake buck teeth? What are you laughing at? Yes, <laughs> I had fake buck teeth, and that was my closing. Five ten minutes. I would come up and I'd put them in. I'd be like, "Hey, a goofy vampire." Duh I would be like, "Don't put these in and go to a hardware store and go. Do you get a file?" <laughs> they didn't give you the Tonight Show immediately? <laughs> well, what happened was one time I forgot them Oh, shit And I had a show And I, I I had to do a lot of time And I didn't have my buck teeth And that's the night I realized, dude You cannot rely on anything but your thoughts Your uh, opinion And your stories Exactly your jokes You have to have jokes If you don't have jokes You'll get caught out there one day And you'll be fucked So I understand Yeah I wanted to be able to just do an hour and not have anything. To and you did. dude. You would money. come. I remember yeah. when you came to, you know, look, we all fucked with you back in the day <laughs> because you, I mean, <laughs> you know, you're coming to, this is going to stand. He's coming to the comics table with Patrice, <laughs> Norton, Keith, <laughs> yeah. me, Voss, Geraldo, Quinn. And here comes this magic, happy gay guy. That's not gay.
1: I was like ecstatic to be there. And yeah. I was like, this is going to really hurt me. <laughs> It, I'm so happy, and I can't hide it. You didn't get hurt, though. You never really took anything personal. No, I loved it. The very first day I sat down at the cellar table, Keith was there. And I had known Keith before I got past. and uh, he just goes, Oh, congratulations. It's so great you're here. What are you working on? And I started to tell him, and he goes, Nobody gives a shit, you <laughs> dummy. And then everybody laughed, and he goes, No, 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 tell me what you're working on. And so I started saying, you know, We still don't
2: give a <laughs> shit, you dummy. I got to call him right now. <laughs> I'm going to curse him off for doing that to you. I'm going to call him right now. (laughs) I really, that makes me mad. No, that was the great, I was like, this is the perfect introduction to the seller." No, I mean, it really makes me happy inside, but. (laughs) There we go, ready? I'm going to tell him, see what he's, he might have changed though, because he had two strokes. He's a different guy. He's a little mellower. He's a little different now, so maybe he changed a little bit. (laughs) You know what I mean? He's going (laughs) to. I mean, he's probably not going to answer because he's in bed because he's 85. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? But he's changed. I think he's changed. He's definitely not going to answer after these calls. (laughs) He's looked at the phone already. He probably tried to jerk off with his left hand because he has to. (laughs) (laughs) All right. There you go. You know who I'm going to call? I know who I'll call. I'm going to call this person right now. You ready? All right. This person has changed, and we're going to see. Remember Rich Voss? (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Yeah. See what Rich has to say. Rich, he's changed <laughs> yeah. too. He's sixty six. I'll tell you the first thing he ever said to me. <laughs> go
1: ahead.
2: I was gonna. I'm watching a show with Bonnie. <laughs> I mean, I forget that all my friends are in their sixties and they go to bed at eight thirty. <laughs> right. This sucks. They got kids. Got to wake up early. I mean, hang on. He's. I know he's watching TV with Bonnie right now, <laughs> with his snack. She has some vegan snack that she made. Name. Number. Number Reason. (laughs) Ugh.
0: At the tone, please record your message. When you've finished recording, you may hang up or press one (laughs) for more options.
2: I'm here with Harrison Greenbaum right now, and he's about to tell me the mean thing you said to him the first time you met. (laughs) And I bet it's mean. I was calling you because I told him you've changed over the years. You're not that guy anymore. So, but you're in bed because you're 66, fucking <laughs> asshole. What do he say to you? Well, so and to be clear,
1: I love Rich, and he's been very supportive. Um, but what? the first time I ever met him, yes, um, was at that Jones Beach thing. There's that autograph table, so you could line up and you could everybody would sign your thing. I was there. Yeah, so you signed. the thing. I still have the ticket. It's like everybody's signatures on it. Patrice is on there. Louis. Um, I'm I'm so excited because this is the first time I've ever met like real comedians. Sure. I'm so pumped. And <laughs> Rich sees me like from across the table. I'm like two away from him. He just goes, "What are you smiling at?" <laughs> <laughs> and I
2: mean, that was my I introduction didn't to Rich. Fox. I didn't know you're going to cancel Rich. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Jesus Christ, Harrison. I mean, dude, you can't <laughs> <laughs> He meant it in
1: jest. It was a je- It was not a hate oh, crime. All the good old days. Not a hate crime. Oh, when you can
2: call uh, <laughs> a, <laughs> a <laughs>
1: <right>? <laughs> <laughs> but truly, <laughs> uh, that used to be my. Own- anyway, it was what? It was your opener. I, I had an back. <laughs> what <laughs> was gonna it? For- now I'm going to get canceled. No, oh, you won't. Uh, you, no, can't. It's based you on are ex- warrants. Me. That's right. <laughs> 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 no, I, mean, I used to do a lot of. That's uh, like me saying "wap." <laughs> I used to do a lot of musical theater in uh, high school and college. You're so my gay. You're <laughs> fucking gay. I am what I am. <laughs> <laughs> you could sacrifice your sacro sitting
2: in the back row.
1: What is that one? That's Gypsy. What? Okay. Now we're starting. Now I'm getting a little vibes. I'm gay too. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted you on this. Gypsy's podcast. a deep cut. I'm deep gay. That's a deep cut there. That's but that shirt and that musical reference. I thought you said you like my shirt? That's I love it. Oh yeah. Here <laughs> <laughs> Yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> Do it again. Explode. Oh. comes back. Okay. Whoa. There you go. All right. What was happening? What was your bit?
1: Oh, was, I did a lot of musical theater in high school and college. So my nickname was. Yeah, that was the bit. Oh, <laughs> that was the bit.
2: <laughs> oh, you had to pause. This was a long time you ago. You didn't pause. Right. A I pause. Get my nickname was.
1: Then I would say the word, Baguette. which I was called that a bunch in high school, so I yeah, felt like I course. was owning that in that bit. But
2: yeah, I mean, listen, man, it is weird because there is a thing that goes along with the, um, you know, the way you act. <laughs> and why is that though? Why are you? So you're not gay? No. Listen, okay, here's the thing. If we come back in five years and you're <laughs> fucking Kevin he's singing on the top of your, thing, <laughs> your wife, goodbye, you slutbag. I'm gonna be mad that's fair that's 100% fair right, so, you, you, you don't, <laughs> so you're just saying it's okay to be mad in five years you asshole no I'm, I'm saying that, if that was that have did you, happen can you I ask be. a question yeah have you ever kissed a man <laughs> I mean lots of shit goes on in college <laughs> I'm done it's your, I'm out I, I just I, wanted to lead you on I'm done I'm done don't blow it <laughs> no I'm kidding yeah dude I don't care if you're gay or not <laughs> Um, I'm glad to have you on the show. We'll move on from that because it's getting old. (laughs) We're just being two old queens. Um, goddamn stupid. We are on thrones. We are. (laughs) I know we are on. Those are the queens' chairs, though. These are kings' chairs. Oh, just the alpha male chair. Oh, (laughs) you gonna have kings? I mean, kids. (laughs) (laughs) I think so. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. How old are you now? Thirty-seven. Thirty-seven. She's still young. Yeah, around the corner, maybe. Yeah. My wife is 30, so she's, she's all the time. Right, 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 right. And um, it's, it, does your wife ever say that, like, you does, does she, like, people give her, when you met her parents, were they like, oh, this guy's gay? Well, I have the joke. Um, I love your jokes. About <laughs> being gay. Really well, no, gay. I have, there's a line where
1: I go, she, uh, my, it used to be girlfriend, my girlfriend, she's imaginary, but definitely a girl. So that was, like, a line in there. Right. So when she. People will come She got used to it In the beginning I think she didn't like it as much But then she, she kind of went along But like she would meet, She'd be with me after a show And they go Oh my god She's not imaginary And originally Now she leans into it She's like See I'm real <laughs> So like over time She embraced it Right 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 Does she love magic? I think she likes it Yeah And you she knows know? a lot of the terms now And stuff Because she's like
2: Been in that world But is she Like my wife doesn't give a fuck About jokes anymore You know what right. I mean Every once in a while I'll make her laugh But she, yeah just go make the money Funny boy Is she, is she like Magic to me Flips me out I don't want to know the tricks. I don't want to know. I want to be in the, you know. And some people are like, dude, it's tricks. I know. She's she's seen. She's knows way more than the
1: average bear. Like she knows way more. Like so she's she's seen behind the curtain on. So some she of them. The, there's times and she knows like specific terms. Right. Like she's she's not just like a, an, what a magician would call like a layperson. She knows a lot more. Right. But she still loves it. Like I took the the first time I ever took her to magic camp. All the kids swarmed <laughs> her because she's like a non <laughs> non magician.
2: Oh, <stop. laughs> And she loved it. Stop. What did you just say to me? Magic camp. What? What is magic camp? Are you sure this is? <laughs> isn't that where? So they, you know those like? Isn't that where you? You be, know those I'm conversion
1: therapy, those Christian camps yeah. where, like, where they convert, where like sure. Christian kids go to go from
2: gay, gay to straight. Yeah, get to straight. So
1: Tannin's magic camp is the exact opposite.
2: It's to go <laughs> from straight to
1: gay. So Do where you? Jews go, To so yeah. go from straight to no. out. Tann- Tannin's is like, uh, <sighs> I would not be the person I am without is this, that camp.
2: This is what's it called?
1: I Tannen's magic camp. It's the it greatest yours? thing in the world. No,
2: it's you're just I, part, you're a teacher there.
1: I was a camper, okay. and then I became a counselor.
2: Been going for 20 years. Wow. Yeah. So, so it's like Jewish camp for magic kids, pretty much. Yeah. Like, can it, yeah. is this it right here? What is that? Why oh. Why are you doing this? Why is it going small? Oh. Is this? Oh what is this? Lord. What is this? Oh, I know what this is. What is it? Tell me. Uh, is, that is you? This is not going to help
1: anything. Is this uh, you? <laughs> so I, I just finished my run. I did 650 shows headlining uh, Cirque du Soleil show.
2: Okay, wait a second. We're getting ahead of ourselves. Yeah, so that's what this is from. This, this is, is from, from that Cirque du Soleil. Okay. Yeah. I don't want to watch this right now because I want to talk about magic. I got to talk <laughs> up to the lead up to this. These guys yeah. are fucking burying me. And then we're going to have nothing to get to.
0: <laughs> no, you you do want to watch it. It's gay. it's very gay. <laughs> <laughs> Danny, you know what? You're goddamn right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so. You
2: know what? Sometimes. Just so just gonna, to give you context for this. I mean, I mean, dude, there's no context. Anymore. Okay. Uh-huh. This is the finale number, I think, right? This is yeah.
1: you. Yeah. You were in Cirque du Soleil. I ha- I'm the first ever comedian to headline a Cirque du Soleil show. Okay.
2: What, where, and what? Which circus? Because there's a bunch of them.
1: Yeah. So I get a call. This is May 2021. Yeah. I get a call saying, hey, can you come for one day? We need to fill in for one day. We're in the process of launching a Cirque du Soleil show called Mad Apple. It's a New York theme show. Cirque du Soleil Show at New York, New York, about New York. We don't want to do clowns. We think if you're gonna do New York, you should have stand-up comedians. That's where the funny comes from. Yeah. So I was like, this sounds cool. So I I pack for it's one day. It's a one nighter. I'm just gonna do this one show. I do the show, MGM's there, Cirque's there. Um, they go, you know what? Do you wanna you wanna stay for like stay for one more day? We like you. Stay for one more day. Okay. Then they go stay for the whole week. We have shows the whole week. Really? We, all these preview shows. We're... And
2: money? They talk money or they just? N- they, they're floating money. But they, you're not getting paid. Oh, no, I'm getting
1: paid. Yeah, yeah. Good I'm money. Paid. Yeah,
2: yeah. And they're putting you up. And they're putting me up. Where are
1: they putting you up? At New York, New York. So I'm okay. in fake New York. Just a regular room. Uh, nice room. Okay. Yeah. Uh, at the by the end of the week, I'm like I gotta fly back. Like, yeah. I'm starting to like I have gigs. Right. Uh, and they sent they give me a contract for a year and a half. Really. Yeah, they're like, stick, uh, stick around.
2: So you got a residency. So overnight,
1: I went from, I'm just gonna, like, I flew out. I told my, she was my then fiance, hey, I have this quickie gig. She so had to live there. All of a sudden, I'm like, hey, so we're going to have to pack all of our shit up. So I lived in that hotel for a month and a half.
2: Because when you do a residency, it's every day except Monday.
1: Well, so it's Cirque du Soleil. So it's actually, we did 10 shows a week, every week. So I did 650 shows in a year and a half.
2: People don't know in Vegas, it's it's never-ending. Yeah. Even when you do stand-up there, you do, it's it's tr- it chilled a little bit, but you're doing shows every night, sometimes two shows a night, except for Mondays, usually. Mondays is yeah. dark.
1: But we're doing two shows every single night.
2: Every single night you're doing two shows. Yeah. Wow. And
1: I was headlining the show, so I was doing about 30 or 40 minutes of the show. So, so you come out at the end of the show. About minutes every and, night. And you're doing what? I'm doing a lot of stand-up and then some of the magic. And we talk about how I reincorporated magic back into my stand-up act. And
2: this is the end of the show right so at here. at the
1: end of the show, it's a big Cirque du Soleil show. Yeah. So I, I do have to dance.
2: <laughs> I'm sure you added that. I'm sure they were like, you don't, we don't need dance." You're like, well, no. Like, if I'm um, going to do this, I'm going to do it right.
1: You know <laughs> what? You're, you're pretty close. Well, uh, they were like, you can just stand on stage and clap. And I'm like, I'm not going to clap when everybody else is dancing. Yeah,
2: you're not going to clap. When that groove hits your tush, it's going to move anyways. Right? Yeah, I'm
1: going to be dancing You're going
2: to be dancing What's up, Danny? <laughs> <laughs> okay, good Where did you get this
1: angle? Where's this from? I, I heard s-
2: gentlemen I had spies come Oh my
1: God, it. that's amazing So this is from early, early days I have- Am I actually dancing in this one?
2: Yes Let's go Okay Oh,
1: oh yeah Whoa I have nightmares about this dance Because I had to do it 650 <laughs> times I need to see it again <laughs> That's all he has? I can give you the full-length one if you really want to get in there.
2: I do want to see. Is there any? <laughs> could you send to, it to me somehow? Do you have it you on have you? It? Do you have it?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if we could actually show it to the people because it's Cirque's property.
2: But, oh, damn. Okay. Can but we, Bobby can describe it. I would like to see this just one more yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I will describe this. You could, Yeah, you could give a want, play by play. I want you to think of if you saw a flock of gay birds. <laughs> <laughs> well, would so Play uh, that again? See if I have a long, time. oh my god, you love it! <laughs> You're more into it than the dancers.
1: <laughs> no, the dancers are into no it. No
2: way, dude. That guy in the jacket right there are those all dancers? No, the guy in the jacket is Chris
1: Turner. He was with the show for the first three months. Is he a magician? Chris Turner, the, the guy from the cellar, the freestyle rapper guy,
2: British what, guy. What does Weedian. he do? What does he do?
1: He did uh, a, a segment where he did the freestyle rap, so he had all the audience members out things and then he makes a rap from it I'm
2: and not impr- can I just say something everybody's fucking dick gets hard for that it, I get it it's 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 math
1: I mean the in the show it was really effective because at there was like a whole subway set and they get graffitied on the wall as they say the thing mm-hmm. is it's he still cool.
2: in it no no
1: so he was he was the first three months and then as as after the after the first three months I was all all of the comedy so I was doing these why like did he leave days. he was signed up for three months
2: that's it yeah are they gonna have him back, or is the yeah, show coming, yeah. over? No, the show's still going. It's, it's still, still going. going. Yeah, okay, yeah. I don't know what they're the doing guy. with it, but who's that black going. guy? That's
1: the musical guy. What does uh, he do? He sings. He's like the musical director, so he okay. sings all the songs. He's the lead. Are singer. you
2: the only magician? I'm the only comedian. Yeah. Are you the, a magician though? Do you do magic? There's a,
1: there's a magician that does a pre-show close-up thing. So there's like a secret VIP area. So if you get to the show early, there's this other magician that might like pull you into a little room and do like a magic trick. And for he
2: you. sucks you off. <laughs> I mean, who knows what happens in the okay. room? I don't think so. He pulls you in a and just starts blowing you? <laughs> I mean... And then a quarter comes out of your dick hole? I mean, I feel and did, like... And then he puts it in your ear and he goes like that? I feel like we'd have insanely good reviews if that's what he did. <laughs> and then he goes, shh, yeah, shh, don't tell.
1: Uh, uh, let's see. So I'm trying to find a good version of the whole dance.
2: Oh, we just need a little more of it. I just need a little more. I can, I can see it on your phone if you want. Oh, sure. Yeah, let me see you on... I need to see you on the phone. Yeah. I think okay, like because I, be- I love Circus Soleil. I can put yeah, that there. Yeah, there we go. All right, here we go. Is the volume up? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God, dude. You. don't forget this part. Who's talking, the, the black uh, that, a
1: there's, there's the musical director when he's not there. They, I mean, there's all subs for different things.
2: Where, why are you running back to the Oh, band? so that was a
1: bit that I came up with on my own. So at the very end of this dance thing, we go look at the audience and we go, you know, you have to sing along with us. So we we show them what they're supposed to do. And then like with any of these call and response things, the first time yeah. they do it, we're very disappointed with them. I can't believe we didn't get enough energy. Let's do it one more time. That like classic um, and we we're supposed to be very disappointed with them. And so it started off where everybody would just kind of be like, you know, wave or like, be like, come on, we need better. And so 650 shows is groundhog's day. You have to do something to like keep yourself in it. Sure. So I would try to exit the stage in a different way every time. Cause I was so upset they wouldn't sing with us. <laughs> so sometimes I would try to sneak into this cab. I would climb over the audience. Everybody in the cast knew I was trying to leave and their job was to keep me on, but they didn't know which cast member would be responsible for keeping me in? Right. So it was. A, it was just basically a, a giant game of
2: tag. So I just always, to keep you guys fresh and have fun yourselves. Yeah. So that that right. that, that that's what that video is showing. And you and Cirque Soleil, you can do that stuff. There's not some French guy yelling at you.
1: Uh, there the can be. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's it's a weird it's a weird thing. I I was very. When I joined the show, I, th- I, I said, my set, like, the things around me, do whatever you want, but, like, when I'm in my set, like, what jokes I do, what tricks I do, any of that stuff needs to be in my control 100% of the time.
2: You can't put that in your contract.
1: Yeah. I was like, That's, I need that. Otherwise, I can't, this is not going to be worth it for it's me. It's not going to work. If I do the same exact set 650 times, kill yourself. I, it would yeah, be awful. So, you sign a- so many ways to kill yourself in a Cirque du Soleil show. <laughs> you could jump from a tall thing. You yeah. could, there's so many exciting ways. Yeah. You could have a, a, a really small Chinese
2: person fall on you.
1: That wouldn't hurt. That's
2: true. <laughs> Meet um, some really talented acrobats. So okay, I there's too much to unpack here, really, because I've been to I love Cirque du Soleil. It's, I've seen I mean, oh, they're
1: incredible. Oh, is an unbelievable
2: human. But achievement. I've also seen the cheap one here in New York that's not Cirque du Soleil. It's just called Cirque. Well, yeah, because they don't own the French word for circus. So yeah, there's a, there's a bunch of those. Yeah, dude. I me and my wife went and saw Cirque and it sucked. So, <laughs> they had a fucking jungle gym and a seesaw. <laughs> And we were like, what the fuck? Going from O, which is epically magical. I think
1: it cost them $200 million to put O together. It, like that's unfathomably, that's crazy. It's
2: worth every penny. It's unbelievable, yeah. O in Vegas, if you have a chance to see any of the Cirques, go see that. that. Was really great. It was crazy, except when we went with my wife and her parents, and they were very old at the time. I looked over <laughs> halfway through. Sleeping. She was just sleeping in her <laughs> neck. In a wheelchair, but we did get in first because she was in a wheelchair. Oh, that's nice. I used every ounce of that wheelchair in Vegas <laughs> when I was with them. Um, okay, so this, well, like, show, also, this show is a smaller version of O, right? It's,
1: it, it's very different. So it's like it's, O is is based on water and dreams. That's how I think they would describe it. Right. Um, o is a play on the fact that the French word for water is, is O. It's actually nice pronounced the word O. Right. Um, Mad Apple was like the New York one. So they wanted to have this New York spin on every kind of Are there acrobats? Are there is
2: there all kinds yeah, of Yes, so like crazy
1: the acrobats stuff? and what's called the Wheel of Death are dressed like they're coming from Wall Street holding a business oh. suit. There's a there was a bridge thing, sort of a replica of Brooklyn Bridge that they were swinging from. Mm -hmm. So every act has there's the carrying games comes out of a taxi. They're they're trying to use that New York thing for each.
2: So what do you come out? I don't understand how stand up can come out at the end of something like that when it's very theatrical based. It's very big. It's very. (laughs) I mean, what am I talking about? No, yeah, yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) exactly. What am I talking? I was like, I feel like you're just setting it up perfectly. I come up out of an elevator. Like, like you know, the, the okay. very first day they go, this is all the ways that this elevator will kill you if you stand in the wrong place. Really? Yeah.
2: You and can die.
1: Was, oh, my God. There's there's these giant screws that bring you up. So they're like, if your hand goes anywhere near your screws, no hand. And the two main companies that make lifts uh, are Otis and Schindler. And so I'm like, you really want the Jewish performer to be killed by Schindler's lift? <laughs> and that was a literal, that would have been my obituary had I stepped in the wrong the wrong side of the mark. I like it. Yeah, yeah it's be- fun to come out of an elevator. Yeah, uh, except every once in a while, um, they would the timing would be off, and so because it's like da are big music, big lighting, yeah. and then it's right on the spot where I'm supposed to be already there, and I just start. Uh, so, I'm yeah. already holding my microphone, and uh, but once in a while, it's just not time, so I'm just ahead, still rising.
2: Oh no! But sure. I got to start the act. <laughs> so you start it. So I start it. So what do you say? Like I, oh, is- you just
1: make fun of the situation, like a twenty million dollar. Show and they can't fucking get the elevator timing wow. right. And they- you swear, yeah. So that was the other thing. I had to be uncensored. I was like, I can't do this if I'm censored.
2: So you, because they don't swear no. They don't it's swear. In any thing. of the certain no. Yeah, and they let you do that. Yeah. Wow. So you come up, and then what? What is your okay? If, if everything goes perfect, you come up and you're there. What's the first joke? I don't understand. <laughs> I don't understand how you could do that. The first joke actually,
1: I went right into the act. Um, and then I uh, what is it? What do you say? Uh. So excited. I'd be like, how's everybody doing? Uh, Excited to be here. Um, I just got married to a girl from Nebraska, which is a fun sentence to say because different parts of it are surprising to each of you. Okay. And then I do the whole bit.
2: Okay. What's the bit? (laughs) You don't have to do it if you
1: don't want it. Oh, yeah. I married a girl from Nebraska. It's hard to do it from the middle out now. Um, Yeah. Different parts of it are surprising to each of you, right? You're just like, married, what? A girl? No. Nebraska. Get the fuck out of here. Okay, Too yeah. many plot twists for a single sentence.
2: Okay, great. So you're doing these bits and you're into it. Has it ever been a night where they're not laughing at it? Oh my God.
1: There it's I, I mean the first I did my sets were kind of broken up throughout the show. So my first chunk is the biggest chunk. It was like a twenty minute chunk. Twenty minutes? That's and it ended lot. with a magic trick. Okay, what's um, the trick at the end? It's a trick I called the fuck you card trick. So it's a perfect thing for a New York show. Yeah. It's a trick that I invented. Uh, you invented in it. Act. Yeah, all the tricks of my act are original. You so you came up with your own tricks. Well so yeah, so the idea was I was doing I loved magic. There's there's an old saying and then the magician came up with about like uh, Magic is awesome. It's magicians who ruin it. Uh-huh. So I love magic, the art of magic. But as I d- did more comedy and I was keeping them separate, I was like, oh, comedians are actual artists who are writing their own shit. Like they have an idea about something. They write the bit. And if somebody else has that bit, they take it out. Like it's very much about coming up with your own point of view, your own material. Yeah, for and some magic, of us.
2: Some people just take people's stuff. But go ahead.
1: <laughs> well, those yeah. people. But also there is there are norms in comedy where if you are a hack or a thief, I, people frown upon it. Right. There, there are mechanisms. Some but of them. in
2: magic, you want to take other people's tricks. You sh- no, you shouldn't. That's the but whole make thing. make it your own, though. But I, I disagree with that. Well, too. how many nickel tricks can you do? <laughs> well, so, that's, so that, that's
1: my whole... So I started okay. a lecture called You Are All Terrible. I really just wanted to start a lecture because there's like magic conventions and magic you sound like my mother. Yeah. So the first slide just says you were all terrible. Yeah. And the idea is any other art form, you start with the idea first. Like Mm -hmm. if you're a painter, I want to paint this guy. Then you go out and buy the paints or then you figure out what you need to do to to pick that. Mm -hmm. Uh, Or in comedy, you go, I want to write a joke about this. And then you write the joke Um, with magic. You go to the magic store, you buy the trick and then you go, how do I jam this into my act? And so you come up with some bullshit story. And the analogy I use is that it's like kind of like buying an iPhone. And then if you have a different case than somebody else, you still both have
2: iPhones. It's yeah. not really,
1: you don't really, you're not creating, you're a cover band. Right. Um, and that's most magicians. I would say 95% or more are doing tricks. They didn't invent with scripts. They didn't write based on other people's acts. Right. So you're just, you know, it's, they're doing a Beatles song and then acting like they're John Lennon. Yeah. Uh, and I don't think it needs to be that way. And so I had been starting that lecture and, I kind of felt like I wanted to put my money where my mouth was and so I started developing a show of magic tricks developed the way I stand up. I wanted to I wanted to be there's a lot of magicians who do comedy and I really wanted to people to walk away and feel like they saw a comedian who did magic. Yeah. So like if you took all the trick all the tricks out you still saw a killer hour of stand up. Yeah. Cuz every trick is based on my stand up material. Okay. And so that was the approach. So every trick in the act is based on, like the fuck you card trick. I wrote the script for the trick. I was like, this would be really funny if this is what happens. And then I was like, oh shit, now I have to figure, I'm not a wizard, so now I have to figure out how to make this trick work. And so then you work backwards and figure out the method for it. As opposed to owning a trick already and then figuring out how to repaint it so it feels like yours.
2: Right. Writing a joke around the trick. You wrote the joke and then how to make the trick exactly. for that joke.
1: And it's how stand-ups write bits. Yeah. Is right. You're like, I want to do a bit about this. And then you, the struggle is like, you know, how do I make this funny? How do I make this engaging? And so is using that method. What's
2: the, what's the trick? What What happens? You don't have to tell me. The fuck you card trick. You are all Oh, there, there's
1: the book. You are all terrible. You wrote um, a
2: book. Well, so
1: it's been a lecture I've been giving for like eight years, uh, right. 10 years. Volume like, nine. So the volume nine. So there is a very famous magic series called the Tarbell uh, Course in Magic. Um, and there's eight of them. And every magician owns all eight. And they all look the same, except each one is a different color. And so if you look at any magician's bookshelf, they have these eight lined up. Yeah. So if you buy my book, you have a ninth one. Okay. <laughs> so you have one more than all of your friends.
2: Okay. That's great. That's a great idea. Very yeah. creative.
1: But during the pandemic, I was like, if I don't turn this into a book now, I'm never gonna, yeah. never gonna become a book. Right. Uh, but it's really cool. Um, David Copperfield wrote the final word of the book. Wow. Matt King wrote the uh, you the know forward. David? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, he's in Vegas. Yeah. And he's uh, just a man. She's like the nicest.
2: So what's the trick? What's the fuck you card trick? So the
1: fuck you card trick. The idea was I wanted, I did, I wanted there to be a. It's hard. There's a lot of card tricks in magic. Yeah. I mean, get into why it. I, I I don't know how often people interact with playing cards outside of maybe they go to a casino or like there's a poker game once in a while, but they're not that common objects. Yeah. So if I was going to do a card trick in the show, I want it to be a little bit of an anti-card trick. So essentially I have all these jokes about the Bible and Harry Potter, and those are props that are incorporated into the trick. Um, But the meat of it is they name any card. They're holding a book with an envelope inside. They name any card. They open the first envelope. There's another envelope sealed inside. They open that envelope. There's a card. And I'm like, if that's, I mean, you could have named any card and they really can And then when they remove that card, it's just a card that says, fuck you on it, which is a big laugh, because there's all that tension, and there's a card that says, fuck you. But then I take the card and show it to the audience. It's a sticker that peels off, and it is the card that they named. Fuck you. Fuck you, yeah. Got you. Yeah.
2: I just said, fuck you, instinctually. Right. And you know what? Every time I see a good trick, I want to go, I literally just go, fuck you. Yeah. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. And it's fun to do a fuck you card. How do you, is it math? Is it like, I know how... I I know how to get here, with the trick. I know, I know how these tricks are done. I know how to make that guy's card come up. Now I have to, put it. I, I, ha, ha, that's hard enough to make that card be where it's supposed to be. Yeah.
1: Right. I would say the analogy to comedy is like when you're coming up with a bit. there are certain structures and fundamentals that a lot of your bits will slot into like rule of three or like the way you do a misdirect. There's sort of structures that you now just do sort of unconsciously. It's like. It's like is a great example. You can, everybody can use it's like and come up with different jokes. Nobody thinks you've, nobody thinks you've stolen a joke. If somebody doesn't, it's like, and somebody else doesn't, it's like, that's just like a fundamental structure or technique that you can apply to making your idea into a joke. Right. And so the same thing with magic, those structures are not, it's like the structures could be these different moves that you learn. So you mm-hmm. build this base of like, I learned a lot about all sorts of card trick stuff. And then you can, then you re- remix and reinvent and you, and then also on top of using your own brain, I'm very lucky because like ma- all my friends from magic camp are still my friends. I can call them if I don't call, know. Help each other out. And say like, Hey, how do I get
2: this here? How do you get there? Yeah. How do you get the, 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 the trick there? Yeah. And they can be like, well try it. You should do this. And oh, that's, yeah. Now the con- the magic community I would imagine is nicer to each other than the comic community.
1: It's both, right? Cuz they they can be nicer. And there's this thing where like when you arrive in any town, a magician will tell you if you call up another magician and you're like I need a place to stay, it's like they they probably will <laughs> give you that place to stay. Really? Like they're really kind in that way, but when it comes to material, that's that's the thing that I've been railing against for a really long time is the like I'll do I'll do my tricks at a magic convention and then I'll see them in other places they steal immediately. Them. They take them. And it, I don't know if they mean it maliciously all of them. Right. It's just what they know is that they see it and then they copy it because they buy their
2: tricks. I thought I thought that was I think Voss called by the way. <laughs> he called. Yeah, he did call. Let's let's answer this. <laughs> I'm sure he's he's cuz he's not the same guy. Okay. You no, know, I love Rich. He's the sweetest. What did he say to you? <laughs> I think he knows the story. Rich. What's up? Um, I'm doing a podcast with Harrison Greenbaum right now. Wow, well, how'd you get him? <laughs> well, he was uh, headlining a uh, uh, circus Soleil show in Vegas for a while. Yes. Yes. And, yeah. what? And, Go ahead. And he was telling me about the first time you guys met.
0: I don't remember, but well, I'm sure he does because I'm a fucking major act.
2: <laughs> you, what, what did he say to you the first time?
1: I was in an autograph line. you in an autograph line? Uh, at Jones Beach. Jones Beach, Opie and
2: Anthony show, virus. yeah And, show. Show. and uh, I believe he said, What are you smiling at? What did I say? <laughs> what are you smiling at? <laughs> oh, is
0: that what I said? I didn't say that.
2: Well, that's not what, But to be clear, I also
1: that's, said. That's not what this queer is saying. <laughs> <laughs> I also said, I love you and I think you're amazing.
2: Yes. <laughs> Oh well, did I sign? You did sign. All right. So what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> well, I told him. I you've... don't think I said that. But go ahead. Well, I've say, I've said that we've all changed. That was a long time ago in a different time. And you're yeah, so... you're you're a nicer person now. You're a more well, kind he... person. Yeah, I mean, back then you were allowed to say it. I would now. I would say fuck off. <laughs> Fuck off! <laughs> 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 Fuck off, <laughs> sinner! <laughs> <laughs>
1: no.
2: I wouldn't. First of all, Harrison knows I'm nice. Whenever I saw him in Vegas, I was always
1: a total sweetheart. Amazing.
2: What's that?
1: I said, I I love you. That's I said I, yeah. the the the, uh, the sort of uh, before I said the story. I I made a I wanted to be very clear that I think you're amazing. He
2: hung up. He hung up. <laughs> <laughs> There's nobody better. Uh, There's nobody better. So you went out there and you did this... this. You, you're doing stand-up, you're doing magic, you're doing... Oh, you're getting paid good money? Yeah. It's great money. Yeah. Okay, so you're making great money. You got a residency for a year. year and a half. A year and a half. Yeah. You got to do this thing. Most guys are ride Now, that's Voss's dream, by the way. <laughs> if he wants it, he could have it. Not magic, <laughs> but he wanted. He wants... Would a he residency. do the dance? He wants the residency. He wants to go to Vegas have a hotel, do his show like a Vidi favorito type thing where he goes out and trashes <laughs> the crowd and Don Rickles and he can golf during the day, do his dumb shows at night. You know what I mean? That's his dream gig. Why would you give that up? Why would you walk away from that? Uh, I did 650
1: shows and I felt like I would reached uh, a point where I, I wanted to really just focus on my own stuff. And that was that was the whole thing was – like getting out specials and albums and all that kind of stuff. 10 shows a week was a physical drain.
2: Yeah.
1: I left very little time for the, all the creative stuff that I wanted to be doing. Uh, did you have a house out there? House with a pool, the whole thing.
2: And you were renting it or buying it? You renting bought it? it. Renting. It. It. You rented. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so now you, you're back here?
1: Yeah, so I, I've been looking at apartments all this week. So hopefully we're moved back in the city by mid November. And you
2: got a lot of money saved up?
1: I say I tried to save as much as I could while I was out there, so that that's going to be helpful for sure. Okay,
2: so now you're coming back here. What's your plan? The plan is I finally get
1: to so like I that show that I, I've been developing, um, it's Harrison Greenbound, What Just Happened. That I want to tape as a special and get it out there. Mm-hmm. And because the other thing is, comedians put their hour out, burn it down, do a new hour. Yeah, a lot of magicians just do the same act till they die. Sure. And I definitely w- I want to avoid that as much as possible. So I want to get this whole show out. I've been working on it for at this point, probably 15 years. Um, so get that out there. Let people see it. I think it's a cool... I think it's a blend of comedy magic that hasn't really been out there. Um, definitely not in a long time. Um, and then start working on the second show.
2: You know, my friend Jack Vaughn has a comedy... Like I've spoken to
1: Jack. I've spoken to Jack. Yeah,
2: yeah. I, to- I told him about you. He's got a show he does.
1: Yes, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. And we well, see. I know. I know he's trying to pitch it, and all that okay, yeah, that. yeah. He
2: loves. He's into magic. I, I, I think magic is like comedy or wrestling. There's like we get in it and then we fall out of it. We go to something else. <laughs> and I think then I think magic's gonna have a big comeback because it was big for a minute. It gets big every like ten years. Like we get fascinated with it again. Yeah,
1: I mean the challenge is that thing of like ninety five percent of magicians are doing each other's shit. Yeah, and so it's imagine. if, you went to the comedy club and then after you've been, you know, you've seen a headliner in a room yeah. and then by the third headliner you're like, these, these tricks are repeating. Yeah. And so that that can kill it. So it's, it's, it's I'm trying to That's what's it.
2: happening in comedy now. <laughs> well, crowd
1: work, all the tricks behind crowd work and then everybody's putting every crowd work bit out, imaginable. Yeah. It loses a little bit of the magic.
2: Yeah, I think so and you can tell who's natural at it and who's not.
1: Right. You I've can- seen bad crowd work clips online. It yeah. blows my mind. You
2: don't have to post it. That is forcing you to post You're, you bombing with crowd work. It's bad. And when you can see them just forcing something, Ugh. you know? I mean, is good?
1: asking too many questions. You could also yeah. edit it out.
2: <laughs> Where are you from? What do you do? What's your name? What's your mother's name? What's your maiden name? What does she do for work? Or the full uh, job I'm, interview? I, enough, dude, Fucking yeah. shut up. Uh, but yeah, because I remember when uh, Chris Angel. <laughs>
1: So Chris Angel did you, threaten to sue me.
2: You're laughing for some reason. I but Chris Angel, he was the one who kind of brought magic back. His show, his little thing that he was mind filming. freak, mind freak. He brought, I mean, dude that was well, it it brought it back into the mainstream again because he he started doing magic in a way that wasn't done up until him. It was always David, uh, some dude in a suit with a dumb broad next. Door. I,
1: well, you're missing. So you had Doug Henning, Doug who Henning was dressed. You know. Just like a hippie in a time when hippies were cool. Like okay. His, right? In yeah. the 70s. Sure. And then Copperfield comes along, reinvents magic, yeah. makes it theatrical. He has a background also where he loves musical theater, and so yeah. you can see that, and it's he's telling a story.
2: Yeah, he he. So told, the art
1: form goes from, yeah. I mean, a, one of the biggest leaps in, of, of an art form it, when one person, right, revolutionizes the whole art form. Yeah.
2: Still, still probably the GOAT, right? Like, he's just the greatest. Copperfield was awesome because it was this event- yeah. He made an event that you're staying home to watch.
1: And he inspired your imagination. Like, he's going to make the Statue of Liberty disappear. That's
2: insane. Yeah, when he made the Hawaii volcano.
1: All that stuff. It's unbelievable. Yeah, he, Walking through the Great Wall of China.
2: It was an event. Yeah, He made this yeah. big thing that we were like, oh, I, we got to watch this tonight. Yeah. Yeah. And then the next one, I
1: would say, before Chris, though,
2: Penn and Is, well, and Penn and
1: Teller also, they're doing this great, like, the Magic's Bad Boys, deconstructing magic. Sure. Um, they're also revolutionizing the art form in a totally different and interesting yeah. way. Yeah. But like David Blaine comes along and does street magic where he's flipping the camera around. So you're seeing the audience's reaction. Yeah, but
2: David Blaine was the faces of death of magic. You know what I, what I mean? Where so. you you couldn't like you saw this stuff, you heard this guy. Yeah. You couldn't, he was really not on TV TV. It was, it was like on ABC. It was out there. Yeah, but then but his little levitation shit, you had a, you know, it was on. But like you had to go find it somewhere, you know what I mean? Well, I think that the, the he didn't have like a regular show. The, he came on, did his thing, but when it was he off, did specials. Yeah, he did a special, and he was great. But it was, it was. I, hear you. I hear you. I, I think, I think, because
1: Chris comes kind of Chris's specials are after that. Yeah, but
2: Blaine would do. I love Blaine. I think he's great. But he would do stuff like, I'm gonna stick a needle through my face, <laughs> and he would just stick a needle through his face, and you're like, well, he's interesting. That's not magic. That's a needle through your face. Right. But that's a throwback to Houdini. I want to see your head get lopped off. Right. And then I want you to see tightrope between buildings. Like, Chris, I think, was a mix between Copperfield, traditional magic, and what David was doing, where it was kind of edgy, this cool dude, long hair, doing crazy shit.
1: Yeah, I mean, he had that weird, like, because it wasn't, it was that hard, it was like that like uh, heavy metal band magician. What is that?
2: Yeah, like that's the vibe. <laughs> yeah, he's he's uh he's he's the Dane Cook of magic.
1: <laughs> that's a very apt description. <laughs> I think that's probably the way to go.
2: Yeah, he's uh yeah. I mean, he shouldn't be shirtless anymore by the way. I'm sorry, brother. You're in better shape than me. I know it. I'm a fan. <laughs> but you look like a brujuto. <laughs> um and he he's suing you. Well, he threatened to sue me. Why? Um, so he uh, he opened up
1: well every year i do this sort of like you know how like kindler would do like the state of the comedy union yeah i thought it'd be really fun to do sort of like a state of the magic union so i would do this roast yeah um i do a roast of magic uh, yeah. and i would hit everybody cool. um so i got up to this roast in uh it would have been twenty, twenty twenty one. 2021 yeah 2021 um because oh i guess i guess Cirque started 2022 and now we're in 2023 so yeah. that oh yeah so, the end of 2021, I'm doing it as a stream, like virtual still. And I'm like, how do I end the roast? And I'm hitting every major magician. And uh, Chris Angel opened up a restaurant called Chris Angel's Kablip. And the Kablip stands for Chris Angel's Breakfast, Lunch, and Pizza. So, it's Chris Angel's, Chris Angel's Breakfast, Lunch, and Pizza. That's the dumbest thing I've
2: ever heard. Exactly. <laughs> it's stupid. It's a restaurant in the middle of the desert. Okay, first of all, people around him hate him. A lot of people. They though no, his closest people hate him. Yeah, like people. The fact that if I said ma, "mama" to my wife, I call her "mama." It's an Italian thing. Okay, mama. I'm gonna open up a breakfast, lunch, or breakfast called Kablip. Bobby's Kablip. She'd be like, <laughs> "No, you're not."
1: Right. Exactly. I
2: can't leave the house with blue shirt and blue pants. You understand me? <laughs> he opened Kablip. He opened. Oh god. And
1: there, it has a. There's a champagne table at this diner. Uh, the handicap oh, no, spot. Oh, no,
2: momento. If I hear another fucking beep sound in my headphones, I'm gonna break your fingers, Max.
0: That's that's Danny.
2: Uh, No, but Max, I'm putting it on you. (laughs)
1: That's leadership.
2: You control Danny, or I fucking take a finger, like the yakuza.
1: (laughs) I got it. So he, uh, there's and the the, uh, there's if you look at the Google Maps of it, there's two handicap spots. And then closer to the door is his private spot. Like that, th- this is the Wait This is the real I'm, menu, right? This is a menu. This is the real one.
2: Yeah, this is the real menu. Okay, tell me what's on the first one. He has a. What does it say, Danny? No, Danny will read it. <laughs> read it. It's just, just like breakfast, lunch. Read it. <laughs> the whole menu? No, just some of them. You uh, fucking two eggs, any shitty. Stuff. Stop the show with breaks. Two eggs, any <laughs> style. So it's not magic downs. names. It's just regular shit. Mozzarella sticks. Uh, There's some... Sandwich wraps and rock and roll. You can order rock and roll? (laughs) Yeah. How do you get rock and roll? Sandwiches, wraps, and rock and roll. Okay, so... Served with a big pickle. This is in the middle of nowhere.
1: In the middle... You have to... You get to Las Vegas. There's already a desert in the middle of nowhere. And then drive another hour into nowhere. Really? Wow.
2: So this... So at
1: the end of my roast, I go... is
2: Is there photos of it? Oh, yeah. Can I see photos of it, Danny? That would be good, right, Danny? Yep. <laughs> as the guy who's supposed to do the computer quicker. <laughs> One, two, three, four. Almost, we're five, almost there. Six, seven, eight, nine. It would be faster ten, to drive 11, to Kablip. 12, 13, there it is.
1: What does it say? So it's Chris Angels. Chris Angels Breakfast, Lunch and Pizza. There's the logo. Breakfast,
2: Lunch and Pizza. Kablip. It's called Kablip. It's called Kablip. It's called Kablip. Why would he call it Kablip? Who's great that? Question.
1: Oh, they've actually updated their website. Oh, that so that's new, I think. Okay. Yeah.
2: Okay. He puts his kids
1: in there. Wow. He added some stuff to it. Um.
2: Uh, okay. So that's in the middle of nowhere. So I make I, I make some pizza. roast to jokes to pizza. about this restaurant. Go to the pizza. Go back to the pizza. I want to see the pizza. I'm fucking
1: starving. Well, Chris is Chris is Greek, so you know he knows a lot
2: about pizza. Okay. <laughs> Greek pizza is pretty good. That's. Pretty- <laughs> I I like Greek pizza. Is a thing. That's actually uh, Chicago pizza. But go ahead. I right, fuck it. Sure. All right. So, so you-
1: I, I do some roast jokes about it and then they go, you know, the website is eatblip.com or kablip.com. It's not kabliprestaurant.com. A fact that I know because I bought kabliprestaurant.com. You bought it. I bought it and I uploaded a parody. So it looks exactly like that menu, but it's very clearly a parody of that menu. Is that it? And there's kabliprestaurant.com. So it looks pretty close, but it's clearly a parody. Right. I have to, I'm legally obligated to say.
2: Uh, and- <laughs> what does it say? It's pronounced why?
1: Yeah, why a question mark, exclamation point, question mark.
2: Oh, so read some of the stuff. Is it, read some of the stuff. A
1: Cinnamon's Toast Crunch. Named after a stripper Chris banged once in the 90s. It's just regular cereal but served with human breast milk. Can substitute Special K. Also a stripper and served with drugs or Pop-Tarts. A male stripper with a dad bod and a sour attitude.
0: <laughs> read some more.
1: Uh, we got uh, Signature Garlic Knots. Regular garlic knots, but Chris has signed each one in Sharpie. We told him it wasn't sanitary, but it did it anyway. You can get six for $78 or $666. That's $787, you fat fuck.
0: You call them a fat <laughs> Little
1: Chris's salad <sighs> is, uh, is for kids. It's just pancakes. <laughs> and the flavors of ices include uh, dyed black hair
2: and beige.
1: <sighs> so very clearly. And, I heard it's a wig. Uh, it could. It very well could be.
2: That means yes, that you know, but you can't because it's it's a magician's secret code. I don't know if that's a magician's secret code. <laughs> All right, scroll up. I want to read. Why is he down there? What is, is he this doing? part's
0: very funny. All right, what is read it? Reserve
2: the magic room
1: or love table for that special occasion, such so as divorce, post-funeral morning, or getting a not guilty verdict in a murder trial. Why did he kill somebody? No, no, that was just the uh, only times I could think of it would be uh, even worth okay.
2: trying to celebrate. <laughs> What else you got? Read some. My
0: favorite part is uh, the disclaimer where it goes: Consuming raw food at this restaurant has the same side effects as attending a Chris Angel live performance: dizziness, confusion, nausea, vomiting, (laughs) and a weird desire to buy a black eyeliner for some reason. (laughs) (laughs) Please be advised that food prepared in this restaurant may contain nuts. Advise (laughs) your server uh, if you do not want Chris Angel to put his testicles in or near your food, because he will do that if you do not ask. Fair warning: just because something is a salad doesn't mean it's healthy. It's just because it's a magic show is playing in the Las Vegas Strip doesn't mean it's good. Uh-huh. Did you know that? that <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: So I, I uploaded this. You
2: made this all.
1: I made this all.
2: And you and this was for the roast.
1: This was for the roast. Uh, and the, I, I worked for I wrote for mag, magazine for a while, so like coming up with like a menu parody is like in my blood. Like right. this is my wheelhouse. Mm-hmm. Uh, four days later, I got a cease and desist. Oh really? And I was like, oh no. And the problem with the cease and desist is that even if you know you would win, like First Amendment, there's so many laws about parody and comedy that would protect this very like clear exercise of free speech and comedy. Sure. Like very clear. You go to court though, it's gonna still cost you twenty or thirty grand and like years of your life even to win it. Yeah. So you go, is it worth it to keep that website up? Um, so I, I talked to lawyers. I eventually put the cease and desist on my social media. A bunch of lawyers were like, Oh, we, we will do this for free. Really? They, you want, you want to go up against Chris Angel pro bono. Really? really? And so I got a guy from public citizen to represent me and he wrote an amazing, uh, cease and desist. He put a lot of magic puns in it. He asked me if that was okay. <laughs> I said, go for it. So there's well, things like, this is the cease and desist. Okay. Read it. Um, which is all just crazy stuff. Um, my lawyer responded to the points. It was like, even Houdini couldn't wriggle out of the legal
2: restraints. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, So I sent that back. No response, of course, uh, to this day, which is good. Really? Um, I left the website up. And by the way, on the bottom of that thing you saw, I've been promoting, I've always promoted, Uh, His children's charity. His child had cancer and has a a charity for cancer. The Johnny Christopher Charitable Foundation. Sure. Which is amazing. Highly recommend you donate to it. I donated to it. They sent the money back.
2: Oh, they didn't take your money.
1: They didn't take my money. But I think if other people donate to it, they will keep it. And it's a good cause. It is a good charity. Uh, It all goes like...
2: So he hates
1: you. I think he might.
2: No, he (laughs) hates you. He didn't take... Cancer kid money.
1: You didn't take cancer kid money. And then <laughs>
2: I mean, that, wow. that was
1: in January December January. Uh, He
2: would rather let some poor kid die <laughs> of cancer. Of cancer. <laughs> than accept my than accept money. your yeah. fucking money. That's yeah. how much he hates you. Yeah. There was a kid going, please, Chris. <laughs> and he was like, and they had the money and he was like, You need give another this, infusion. That's like, not gonna
1: happen. Wow. Uh, no, but the charity does do a lot of good work. But okay. um a couple of months later, um, Amazing Jonathan. Were you there.
2: afraid that yeah. he was just going to appear in your living room?
1: I, people were nervous for my safety no, when like, it was in Vegas. No, like, all you just going to
2: see smoke and the fucking pigeon. <laughs> and he's gonna be like, I heard you were making fun of me.
1: There was a part of me. It would require probably CGI and editing for him to do that. Okay. But, uh... <laughs> Amazing John amazing the passed away and they asked me to speak at his memorial. And I was like hugely honored. He was a huge influence. He, finally.
2: a guy was supposed to die years ago. Right, exactly. And
1: but it, it, and two and somehow matters. still shocking, right? Yeah, like yeah. it's one of those things where even if you're prepared for it, you're still somehow not prepared for it. No. Yeah. And then they go, Chris would like to speak too, but if he finds out you're speaking, he's not gonna do it. So do you mind hi- You'll love this. Would you mind hiding in the closet? Uh, <laughs> and I'm like, that's my thing. <laughs> and uh I did that for you. And uh <laughs> <laughs> so I hid, I hid in a closet <laughs> until Chris was done with his speech, and then I walked up and roasted Chris to his face. No. And so that was that. Was at a his, crazy at, moment. At, at, well, it's, it's amazing, Jonathan. So he would I, love it. Everybody was roasting each other. I got right in the face during the speech. Everybody got pranked. So that was the vibe of this thing. It was, yeah. it was an incredible celebration. Was he him.
2: laughing, Chris? No. He was the only one not laughing. Everybody else really? was
1: in <laughs> tears.
2: Well, was he just dark Chris and Chris bombed
1: his... He was trying to do jokes, and they weren't working, and nobody was really... He was just bombing And he just was like Oh tough crowd And it's like Yeah it's a fucking memorial For our dead friend right. Of it's a tough fucking crowd <laughs> Yeah And then I got up there And my first joke was You know it's just an honor To be in front of You know it's a tribute To amazing Jonathan That he'd be celebrated By so many incredible magicians And Chris Angel <laughs> That's funny Big laugh And then I yeah. leaned in I was like See Chris it's not the crowd Oh my god That was a huge And then at that point It was just like Boom 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 Bum, boom Boom boom
2: boom And he was not laughing No So you had to get off But here's and the then,
1: thing And yeah. then That's February May, now I'm headlining a Las Vegas show, and my face is on all these billboards staring him down. Wow. So it, it was, And his uh, show's getting ta- like panned, right? He had two shows, actually. He had his show. He was at
2: the Luxor.
1: At the Luxor uh, when it was a Cirque show. Oh, and yeah. then it became Mind Freak, and then it moved to Planet Hollywood, and then he tried this other show called A Mystica. So
2: he's not doing a show right now?
1: He is. He had, he had, for, for a brief moment, he
2: had two shows. Where is he at now?
1: Planet
2: Hollywood and oh Planet Hollywood is a uh, the end of the that's when you I mean about he, off the show. No, they got
1: his show. They got
2: uh, a Rainforest Cafe.
1: <laughs> <laughs> People love a Rainforest Cafe.
2: Woof. <laughs> <laughs> so that's oof. Woof. <laughs> I'd rather be at the Plaza. <laughs> well, and then the, here's the other man.
1: I brought I brought, a, I brought a prop just because I I figured we might talk about this story, but this yeah. is the book. You saw a picture of the book, yeah. And um, the inside of the dust jacket—I don't think I've actually revealed this on anything—is the menu.
2: Get your face out of here!
1: <laughs> oh my god! I can, I want a book. Can I have a book? Yeah, you can have it for sure.
2: That is great. So
1: inside of every uh, copy of you, my book, I
2: mean, do you, you hate this guy?
1: <laughs> no, I just I just really think comedians should be able to parody people without the fear of legal reprisal. For exercising their first amendment rights
2: chris angel believe
1: yeah and those are those are that's the real poster those are the two real posters and uh if you look if you look at his posters they turn him into a penis
2: dude it says small small ice cream for children's and pussies (laughs) (laughs) i had a lot of fun with this (laughs) extra large four scoops not the only thing chris angel promises extra large that's actually just the small. <laughs> wow, uh, Stardust. Did we mention this made uh, is made at Chris Angel's old warehouse?
1: That's a true fact. What is? So in the me- the real menu, um, is he, the warehouses, he makes them by like he makes the the ices, but the, the location where he makes the ices is also where he stores his illusion. It's just a warehouse. He makes what? He know. makes ice. He makes ices. What's ice for the restaurant? Like, I, like uh, Italian ices?
2: He makes them at his warehouse. This is yes. Now he's a gazillionaire though, <laughs> right? I don't know. He's got to be. He had the show for years.
1: He had a giant warehouse sale. He sold a lot of his illusions. Oh really? Know. He sold some know. shit. Yeah.
2: Oh, I didn't know that. And then he lives. Have you seen his house? He calls it Serenity. I'm gonna throw up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a <gonna throw> up.
1: <laughs> yeah, you can't call your house the opposite of what it makes you feel.
2: I call my house cunt. Because <laughs> I'm usually a cunt when I'm at it Oh, I thought uh, you were because
1: I've never been inside it Nice There we go That's for you, <laughs>
2: that's your house <laughs> Chris Angel's net worth, 50 million, that's a lot of money
1: Yeah, but you know what, my net worth is like 5 million on these websites These what? websites are, what is Bobby uh, Kelly's? 300,000
2: Oh, God Well, there was one of these websites where you could Mine's 300,000 and it makes me sad There's, Yours no, has got to be more It's not On this website These cocksuckers won't update it Really? Yeah. There go was, to go one to of those
1: websites allows users.
2: to I mean, submit we were literally it. just watching, and they took it off. <laughs> he is a numbskull. I
1: I probably fucked can with you the get my
2: my net worth, please? Yep. So you made five million dollars on there? No, I will. So what happened was, one of the websites back in the day had
1: a slider that allowed you to submit how much you thought they were worth. Oh, and it went from zero dollars
2: to like ten billion. Okay, so I put ten billion, and that yeah. gets averaged in two hundred thousand. Really? I mean, it's not true, but yes. Usually, how much, how, what's Rich Voss? There's no way he's more than me. Let's see. <laughs> Doug Bell is up there? <laughs> how much is Doug Bell? Click on Doug Bell. All right, Rich Which is worth $400,000. That's Bonnie's money. Wow. <laughs> Go to Doug Bell, please. Click on that. Oh, my God. He's. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Five thousand. Five thousand. What is this website? This is just a ro- go on a different celebrity net worth website.
2: I don't think there is. is there oh, a there's number?
1: a million of them. All if right, you just so. type in Bobby Kelly net worth into Google, you're gonna. I think, get... it's,
2: I think it's gonna go lower. <laughs> <laughs> Every time you Google it, they chop off a hundred thousand. So, so you get it. You, I mean, this guy. You, you're mad at him for not being able to take a joke. You're mad at him for trying to sue you. And, well, to be... and, but but don't 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 magicians not like him.
1: He he's not popular. <laughs> Why? He's not, he has, I don't think he's been very nice to many people.
2: Really? Yeah. That's, uh, my I know, experience I know is, some comics who have had the same experience. Yeah. And most yeah.
1: magicians have been unbelievably nice, like most comedians. I mean, yeah. like, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's weird. Um, See, but like in the roast, too, like I've roasted every magician in my roast. And I remember Blaine, for example, was at one of my roasts yeah. and came up to me and he goes, I'm mad at you. And I was like, really? He goes, You could have gone harder. I was like,
2: right. that's the correct response to a yeah. roast. David Blaine is cool though. Right. <laughs> and he he's friends with comics. <laughs> yeah. And Chris and Angel too is super Chris cool Angel or... takes himself too serious, you think, maybe.
1: I wonder if he's just Take, constantly what? judging himself against other people that have done better and that Well, it must be
2: a fall things. too because he's so he was so big. He has his show it, at the yeah. Luxor. He's got the O thing. It's so big. He's got his TV show that is a hit. It was a hit. It yeah. was and a I hit. I remember seeing
1: he had a show at the uh when the Hard Rock was still the like WWF restaurant. Yeah. It was the wrestling themed restaurant in Times Square. He had a show in the basement. Yeah. I saw that when I was like a teenager. And I remember seeing some really cool stuff in there.
2: Right. And then he, over- he becomes the biggest magician in the world at one point. Yeah, Be- he was the second. big one for a hot yeah. second. And Although now, I
1: think in the first season, because he was married to this lady for a long time. And in the first season, I remember she popped up on screen It just said Chris Angel's friend. Really?
2: And I was like, oh no.
1: This is going This is not a well, good sign for the marriage if she's just listed as friend.
2: Well, because he's he's got that image, right? That image of uh, you know a player. He's got that. St- I know his stupid spinning ball and serenity, <laughs> right?
1: <laughs> I mean, his house has a lot of crucifixes.
2: Yeah, man. He's. I mean, it sucks to have to live like Count Dracula,
1: <laughs> right?
2: He yeah. really he really has to have. He has capes and shit.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very- and you guys like Blaine and Copperfield, Houdini, all Jews. Yeah, so he's the outlier there.
2: Yeah, you're a Jew. Oh yeah. Yeah, he's not a Jew. He's not a, a Jew. What is, he's a Greek, right? All the good magicians. What is Jews. he Greek or Italian? Jesus? No,
1: it's a good Jewish. Chris Greek. Angel,
2: Greek. He's Greek. Yeah, Greek.
1: Sarantakos. His name is Christopher
2: Sarantakos. Sarantakos, and he's from New York, right? He's from Long Island. Long Island. Yeah. Well, that's. I mean, look, I, I liked him. I've always liked his show. It started to get really like, dude. Come on, dude.
1: Well, the crazy thing is how many it's episodes easy. that he had to produce. Like, it, it's not easy to develop your own original trick. Like, it's taken me years for each trick. And that show probably ate through three or four tricks an episode, and yeah. he did 70 episodes.
2: Yeah. Like,
1: at a certain point, you're but just, he had like, be, running he, to a magic shop with a credit card going, like, hand me a coloring book. Or like,
2: yeah. hand me whatever you Well, he had to get people to help him.
1: He had teams, and then uh, he went through a lot of teams. Because they didn't like him. I mean, like I'm I'm very good friends with uh, Carbonero, who my, who did the Carbonero Effect, and he was a Magic camper, and a lot of his team came from Magic Camp, and they stuck with him. I mean, the whole time, like that that's a good example of somebody treating their people really well, and like right. those people doing an incredible job. I mean, they're doing 17, 18 hour days, coming up with tricks, and. It was really important to Michael that it was all original stuff. Yeah. And so it's, but seeing it from that, that close, you know, and talking to Michael about it, he worked his ass off. It's hard. Yeah. To keep coming up with new tricks.
2: So you you had Danny, my, my producer, Danny in the class. Now when you first met him, did you think it was like a, like a, um, you know, like some type of autistic kid who got a scholarship or some type of dream thing? Like this kid's going to die soon. So. Somebody got him this camp.
1: No, it's magic camp. So he was one of the most normal. Oh, really? <laughs> I forgot. He stood out as unbelievably social. Was he good? <laughs> he was good, yeah. Now, and he was funny. You had like you, were, Danny. Your acts were always comedy based, right? Yeah, I did the, yeah. the the Jared from Subway pedophile. I do remember.
2: What that. What was
1: that? You look. You looked like Jared from Subway. Yeah, <laughs> so he, he did it. He, he act. looks
2: like Jared from Subway and the kids he fucked. <laughs> <laughs>
1: He did a whole act as Jared from Subway.
2: And and he won't why won't why, Danny, why are you so against magic now?
0: Um, well, first of all, I haven't done a trick in years, so I don't want to do one for the first time on the podcast and be terrible.
2: I killed, but I'd why kill. wouldn't you just rehearse it for a week or so and then do it?
0: And then number two, when I first started comedy in Florida You I, took I, an I... oath. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
2: Fucking asshole. What?
0: I don't. I, I would do a trick here and there, and then people would judge me and just get labeled. Or want people would want me to do magic at a show, and I and I I don't really like it anymore.
2: I guarantee you, nobody's gonna be knocking at your door. Please do more tricks. <laughs> <laughs> they, they're gonna be like, please just stick to jokes and make them better. <laughs>
1: I remember when you were just getting started, like you had you had graduated and you started getting into doing stand-up, and you would send me a tape after like every show. Oh, that's so embarrassing. I no,
2: but it was it was. You still have those?
1: I must bury deep in my Facebook. You unless have you them, d- unless they were YouTube links that
0: Danny has deactivated. I am going to delete those tonight. <laughs> can, you, can you go on your
2: Facebook right now? Is there any way you could find? Let's see. Let's see. Before he deletes them. But
0: <laughs> well, there's a but No, race. Danny. I,
2: truly, truly, please, I'm please. I'm very proud of how before, far you've come. Listen, just. Put his name in, search it, and please find it. If you find this That's right nuts. now, this will be the best trick you've ever done.
0: <laughs>
2: How many years back do we have to go? I don't know, but please. I'm at 2016. Oh, please find it. Please find one. Just type his name in, his messages on Facebook. Type Danny's name in.
1: Uh, you sent him to pi- private already.
2: Oh. Uh, did, uh, I think he's already deleted the. I, Danny, don't you fucking dare. <laughs> Danny. Stop his I keyboard, think he's beating <laughs> me Dude, stop his keyboard <laughs> Oh Robin shit,
1: every single it. one what? If the owner of this video has granted you access, please sign in Did you fucking delete them?
0: Not now, I didn't just do it right now I probably have in the past Are they all... I mean, that's pretty good though Oh, let me see,
1: let me see,
2: let me see <laughs> Oh, here's something
0: Oh no, is it a thumb picture?
2: Oh, oh my Danny <laughs> You look Oh my Oh you. no Wow And by the
0: way,
1: I, Danny, if you want to put up any old pictures of me the Except magic. Mine were oh, even worse
2: God. than these. Oh, the God. magic of Danny Braff. <laughs> oh my God! You look, dude. Wow! The magic.
0: There, there's a picture of me where I was trying to do holding up a fake, like a pulling off my thumb, but I got a fake thumb, and in the picture it looked like I was holding up a very small penis. <laughs> and I could pull up this picture <laughs> if you give me a second. It's really great. Oh
2: please! Is this it right here? I think I found. No, this is not it. This is. Can I scroll through this? Yeah. This is all. This is all Danny Brath. Oh, shit. Here's something.
1: That's me just writing some advice, I think.
2: Yeah. This is you. Buddha Audio. No. Oh, here's something. I think they're all down, Danny. I are fine. (laughs) Improv coin purse. Oh, God. Here it is.
0: They're all taken down.
2: Danny, (laughs) it's on on YouTube. You know that, right?
0: I think I probably already took them down.
2: Nope. (laughs) Danny, if you don't fucking release these... Oh, here's one. I have some
1: really old promo shots that are unbelievably embarrassing. Oh, my God. He took
0: Do them. you want to pull up? I can pull up my worst one. You pull up your worst one. We'll oh,
1: my worst one was if you there's this one shot where it's like I have my hand, my head in my hands. Oh. And it's because I needed headshots. I just moved. I just graduated college, yeah. moved to New York. And I, I thought I need headshots. And I went on Craigslist and a guy named Angel says, I can take pictures of you in my apartment. Angel. And I fucking went and I wasn't <laughs> murdered. Or or ses- sexually assaulted in any fashion.
2: So you were like, God damn it! And
1: it- <laughs> <laughs> shit. Oh, I got these headshots. Uh, but yeah, it's me with like with a sweater and like I just have <laughs> hope and dreams on my face. <laughs> that is pretty brutal. And my my taglines through the years, I was magic with style. I'm gonna throw up. Magic for kids by kids because I was a, I was young. <laughs> uh-huh. and I was doing like bar mitzvahs when I was bar mitzvah age. So m-
2: magic. I mean, okay, Back to Chris Angel thing. There, this thing is still going on. Are you still hate each other? I, did you ever, did did you ever hear from him again? I've
1: never heard from him again
2: after the, the, the wake of Jonathan. Nothing. I tried nothing. to say
1: hi to him afterwards, and he ran away. He
2: what do you mean? I have ran a video. Away?
1: He kind of ran a little bit. You, I was approaching him, and then he kind of bolted.
2: He just took off. He wants yeah. nothing to do with you.
1: No. Wow. And I, the thing is, like the charity work he's doing is fantastic. Right. Can't take away from that. Sure, yeah. He's really raising a ton of money for kids with cancer. Like and his show, his that. show
2: now in Vegas is what? Uh,
1: it's his Mind Freak show.
2: Is my trick show, and it's, a plan- and it's not good? I mean, my whole
1: thing in my book is about coming up with your own shit.
2: And his stuff is tricks he bought from other people and did it, made it his own, but it's I not mean, his trick.
1: Yeah, the first question I would ask if I had him on the other side of the mic would be, you know, are, were all the tricks, there is a way, you can buy other people's tricks. There are ways where you can have people help you. Mm-hmm. And there's, then there's also just like stealing tricks. Oh, you
2: have to buy the trick.
1: I mean, you can you can hire a team just like Letterman can hire writers yeah. to yeah. write comedy for you. Okay, yeah, some of the big guys can hire a team to help them. Like, yeah,
2: that's um, what he did. I thought.
1: I mean, the he at the very beginning when he was doing his wrestling show, I think he was coming up with like kind of interesting ideas. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are so many shows on the Strip, like Copperfield's. I mean,
2: is he still on the Strip? Copperfield's, Copperfield's still on the Strip. Where Mirage?
1: Insane stuff. He's at MGM Grand.
2: What? Like, give 15 me one shows a week. He does
1: fifteen shows a week. Cop-
2: David. Dave, he's at the MGM.
1: I mean, it's it's unbelievable. He's And unbelievable.
2: what is he doing that's amazing?
1: Um, I guess I'm not spoiling it like, because it's in the poster, but like he makes a a spacecraft appear. Danny,
2: oh, oh my, my god. god. Yeah. is that your cock? Bring that back up. I'm, bring it up. Oh, you leave right now. Make a choice. <laughs> <laughs> make a choice. You bring that back up, little Danny Braff, or you leave. Yes. Make it big.
1: That looks like an ad for a moil.
2: Dude, (laughs) is that your penis? (laughs) Why green and orange? Make that big. Let me... Danny, can I say something? You have the biggest fake thumb I've ever seen. (laughs) Why is it... Why... Okay, so you're supposed to take your thumb off, right?
0: Yeah, and then I posted on Facebook and Michael Carbonaro... Was the first one to comment? Uh, maybe you should take that down. <laughs> no. It's bad. That's
1: Magic Camp family looking out for Magic Camp family. I mean, I think the idea is strong because everybody does that, like you know, the the thumb trick. Yeah. And so this is him being like, I can do it for real. So I think the idea is good. Yeah, but the problem is, it does look like a penis.
2: It looks like a huge penis. It That's looks where the like, idea
1: goes awry is the penis part. But, yeah, but it looks up like until a, that part, it was a great. But idea. it looks
2: like a Muslim penis, not a Jewish penis. <laughs> And da- look at Danny's face, man! Jesus Christ! And also, in he in looks Dan- like a young girl transitioning into a, <laughs> a young Jewish boy. In, in Danny's
1: defense, most magic promo shots look this awkward or worse. Wow! Look at your eyebrows! Surprise! If you just Google Google magician promo shots, I'm sure they all are this weird.
2: <laughs> wow! That's
0: scarier. Good. That's terrible. There's an Instagram page just dedicated to it. Why? Yeah, I, they may have gotten rid of it, but it was a thing.
2: So, you. you you quit this show. You're done. I'm done with this. Forever.
1: Thing. I've reached the end of my term. Yeah.
2: Are you doesn't that bum you? I mean, you had a gig, you had your thing, you had no, money coming, I'm, you're done. I could not
1: be more excited. Really? So it was a really good part Were they mad? No, no, it was super amicable.
2: What'd they say? Could you come back if you wanted to? P-
1: possibly. Um, I'm not sure. Uh, what is this? Oh. <laughs> That was the album I put out during the pandemic. I, uh, I definitely headlined Madison Square Garden and did a very elaborate illusion show. And I figured the best way to preserve that show for all time and for yeah. people to be able to enjoy it was audio only. Because what better way to enjoy a very visual magic show?
2: Can I see some of this? You can hear some of it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Just, let me hear it. Can I hear it? All right. Put your headphones on. Guide me through this.
0: Am I am no, I doing? No. Do, who do How about let's have him do You can do, play the variety clip. What? We can play a variety a clip from it. I'm sure. What
2: did you what do you want to do,
0: Danny? I was going to say he should do a audio he should do a magic trick of audio just for the listeners. Do a trick for you uh, so you can see it but the listeners can't. So they can All right, so they'll be
2: on my audio. face. You do the trick okay. and I'll see them. And
1: I think people will realize after this how good a medium just sound is for sure. magic. Let's do this. I'm holding a box. You can see the box very clearly. I can
2: see the box right there. Right.
1: And you oh, can hold see it above up and below. Free.
2: I can see it below. Right? And it's yeah. an empty box. Sure, it's an empty box.
1: And it's about, I would say, I don't know, how big would you say? It? I would say it's about a foot, two feet. Yeah, it's across. like
2: uh like a foot or a foot and a half. All right, so I'm gonna
1: close the box. Okay. So there's so nothing in
2: the box. There's nothing in no the box. No
1: mirrors, no trapdoors. Yeah, nothing. nothing no, there's no hidden assistants. No. All right. So now yeah, I just, unless
2: you had a you can't have an assistant. <laughs> I would have saw them come up.
1: Exactly. So, so
2: got a box. box. It's an empty box.
1: It's an empty box. I want you to just think of an animal that would fit in that box. It doesn't have to fill the whole box. It can be a very small animal. Or it can be an animal that would really be a tight squeeze in the box. But just think of an animal that would fit in that box. Okay, got it. You got it? Yeah. All right. what is that animal? It's a baby elephant. A baby elephant. That's going to be a tight squeeze for that box. You said a tight squeeze. Here we go. Ready? Yeah. Check it out. What the? F- unbelievable, unbelievable! And then huh? I'm gonna put it back. I'm gonna put it back. Put it back. Put it back. What the? F- yeah. Insane. Are you shitting me? Insane. Ready? And now it's gone. I was pretty. I mean, I feel like the, I feel like everybody who's listening could understand how Holy difficult shit. A trick that is.
2: My God, dude, that's crazy. Insane. And th- you have a special that does this. That's just a, a taste of
1: the kind of magic that you can get on that album only.
2: Oh my God. Well, that's a crazy. Was that an illusion or a trick?
1: I think it's a little bit of both. Uh, I would I would describe it as a miracle.
2: Your whole that, well, <laughs> I would describe your marriage as that. <laughs> um dude. I mean you I mean, there is you're a fight, you're a very interesting dude, man. And um you've mastered two careers your comedy and magic which is pretty wild to me i think it's you know and i do commend joe russell who did magic and danny who did magic and now they're doing stand up but they still have that other skill set that they spent hours oh yeah hours perfecting which is nuts what you have to do to become do good tricks is nuts you know
1: i think teller has a quote about sometimes the secret to magic is just the magician is willing to spend way more time or and or effort than any human being could possibly want to spend to do something that silly.
2: So, I mean, I, uh, you got That's the book, paraphrase. you got a book, which, uh, yeah, I have all copied. terrible, you which got is available it. at, uh,
1: tannins.com. So tannins, magic camp, uh, tannins, magic camp fam, uh, tannins.com is the exclusive seller. Get of the
2: book, this book, get this book just for this. I mean, this is great. I love this. This is hilarious. Uh, thank you for the copy. I Get his book. He's got a
1: special out. Uh, well, this yeah, this audio-only special is Harrison Greenbaum Live at Madison Square Garden. It's on Spotify, on all the things.
2: So check that out.
1: Yeah, and then and- you can also follow me on social media, at Harrison Comedy, uh, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, all that stuff. HarrisonGreenbaum.com for all the tour dates.
2: I mean, so, I mean dude, such an interesting dude. I'm glad you're doing so great. Um, I'm glad the marriage... It's working out so far. It's working out so far. <laughs> She's amazing. Uh, can we make a bet? Yes, absolutely. That in, within <laughs> four years, you come out of the closet. <laughs> $100. Our, our, $100? $100. Okay,
1: sounds good. Yeah, and a
2: baby elephant. And a baby elephant. And you know what? <laughs> I'll let you blow me. <laughs> I'll blow you. <laughs> we'll, t- we'll, we'll flip a coin. I don't like that that turned him off. Well, no. Maybe, I- maybe, <laughs> maybe
1: you're not gay. <laughs> So is it not gay if it's a bet? Is that how that works for you? I don't know. I'm just <laughs>
2: someone's getting blown and someone's making a 100 bucks. This sounds like a great night. In 4 years. <laughs> um no, dude, you really funny. Uh and you always I love it because you we fuck with you. You have a great sense of humor and uh you kill on stage and you're back in New York. You, and I love comics that go with their lives. You know, we're all, you got to do this, you got to get that. You, you went, you do, you write a book, you do your special, you went to Vegas, you did all these shows, you gave up the golden handcuffs to come back and do something new. And I think all you people should check him out. He's at the cellar now. He's back in the city. Come check him out, get his book, get his special. Watch him do stuff, and we got to get Danny. I want to do a special YKWD with Magic. <laughs> will you talk to Danny, and, and I'll talk to Joe, and we can do a Magic Off? That
0: would be incredible.
2: Come on. We can guys. Be,
0: we can get some judges. We should get celebrity material. Would you do
2: judges? it, Joe? I already said I
0: would. Joe will do it. Danny. There's a zero. Pr- you offered me. You said the winner gets an audition at the seller, and I still said no. What? That <laughs> was lying. And I would win. <laughs> I
2: was lying. You would not win. Not with Harrison. Oh, I'm in,
0: I'm in the Magic Off. Oh, I didn't realize yeah.
1: that. Oh well, well now it's on. Yeah, well, <laughs> is he better
2: than you, Danny? Uh, yeah, because you called him a bitch magic magician before he came in. <laughs> you're like, yo, man, his his fucking his up close magic is fucking bullshit. <laughs> you said his coin shit sucks. His finger, you said his fingers are too fat. I have short, tiny fingers. That's what he said. <laughs> he said you got little baby hands. You can't do coin tricks.
1: <laughs> I
2: love and the you, idea of having hands you, so small I can't hide a quarter. You don't have a trick. That you could do for me right now to end. I the just show. did the elephant thing. Yeah, but can you do a real trick? <laughs> like a be, like another trick where people can see it on the camera?
1: Uh, well, I mean, maybe if I come back.
2: <laughs> you don't have any like a coin thing or something? Well, so
1: the, I think most of the tricks that I I mean the tricks I do in my show are like the, like I like to do the tricks that I've come up with and that kind of stuff. Yeah, um, and those stuff are like big stage things.
2: Okay, so you can't you don't you have close up magic?
1: Not like not offhand. His fingers are too fat. That's right. i find my, my my little baby hands.
2: Can you make a nut like a quarter become from behind my ear? Like
1: a, like an uncle, an old a bad uncle trick? <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> no, you can't. All right, will you come back on and do some magic? Yeah. Next time? Yeah, right. that sounds good. Dude, you got a spot to go to. Yes. I gotta go home. Uh Robert Make sure to go all my I got Boston. I got uh Rochester. Not Rochester. Uh I got Fort Mont, Wayne, I got all kinds of shows. Go to my website. Make sure you join the patreon.com slash Robert Kelly. Uh, and become a member. Go to comicwearables.com. Click the button. Get yourself some uh, YKWD gear. It's up there. Use code word LADYBUGS and you will get 20% off. I'm on the bonfire on SiriusXM 103 Faction Talk. You can check me out there four days a week with Big J. Okerson. And uh, Bone to Pick Podcast with Paul Verzi is on YouTube and on everything where you get your podcast. You guys are the best guys. What do you got?
0: Uh, Max Marcus Comedy, all social media. Follow me on Instagram at Danny Braff. And you can follow The Cheese Show by going to YouTube and typing in Cheese Show.
2: Well, guys, we'll see you guys next time on You Know What, Dude? Podcast. Later.
0: You've been listening to the YKWD Podcast. Podcast. Thanks for listening. Now go back to your shitty jobs. Shitty jobs. Shitty, shitty, Shitty jobs.